You're now tuned in to the Real Money Coach broadcast with host Tony Jackson, author of the book, Increase, Protect, and Dominate Your Money. Get ready for winning tips and strategies to effectively manage your finances and learn the key principles of protecting and dominating your money. Now, here's author and host Tony Jackson. Welcome to the Real Money Coach show here on Praise 100.9, Charlotte's Inspiration Station, and everywhere that you get your podcast. I am your host, Tony Jackson. Uh, most of you know me as the Real Money Coach, and I'm so excited that you are joining me this Saturday morning or whenever you happen to be listening to this recording. I'm excited about a couple things. I'm excited about my city, right? And if I were going to if I were going to maybe title this first part of the, the show, it would be something like Rep Your City. And and the reason I, I'm actually uh, saying that is because I've been doing some research uh, and we, um, you know, we've been doing some research and we found out a couple things that are really cool. And one particular list that I was looking at was the list of the cities with the most black owned businesses. And, you know, of course, we're coming off the heels of, of uh, you know, Black History Month. But Charlotte is number 17 on the list in terms of concentration of black owned businesses. There is about 17, almost 1800 black owned businesses uh, in Charlotte. Uh, our population happens to be about 22 percent black businesses, one three point eight percent. So there is work that needs to be done in terms of, you know, catching up with black businesses in terms of our population. But, you know, just being number 17 on the list is pretty cool, especially when you think about we're a major size city. And, you know, you look at, you know, the back median household income is about forty seven thousand. You know, totally, it's about 65000 for all race groups, but, you know, we're at 47000 so some there's work there for us to do. And our home ownership rate here in the Queen City is 45.9%. Um, you know, so that's pretty good in terms of, you know, we're seeing more homeowners, we're seeing more black-owned businesses in places like Charlotte. So Charlotte's number 17. Let me let me run through the top 16 with you real quick. Orlando was number 16. Raleigh, North Carolina, shout out for uh, Raleigh uh, here in North Carolina, number 15 on the list. Columbus, Ohio was number 14. Baton Rouge was number 13. Number 12 was Columbia, South Carolina, right up the road, Columbia, and then at number 11 was Greensboro, right? Greensboro right up the road. And these are based on percentages. So, for example, when we look at Greensboro, it has 643 uh, black-owned businesses, which is 4.6%. Uh, Virginia Beach was number 10. Number 9 on the list was Jackson, Mississippi. And obviously we know that there are some issues there in Jackson, Mississippi, so continue to pray for that city. Uh, and then percentage-wise, again, Baltimore was number eight. Number seven was Augusta, Richmond County, Georgia, uh, and, you know, Aiken and North Augusta, that area. Number six was St. Louis on the list at 6%. Memphis came in at number five. And number four was Atlanta, Atlanta. And, you know, just by percentage, there's 6.7%. But that's over 7,500 black-owned businesses in the city of Atlanta. Number three 
on the list was Richmond, Virginia. And then number two on the list, Washington, the DMV, right, with 7.7%. And percentage-wise, the number one city in America in terms of black-owned businesses, Fayetteville, North Carolina, right, 11.2%, 585 uh, black-owned businesses, which I think that was pretty pretty awesome that we had so much representation uh, in terms of North Carolina. But I know we have a lot of people that are listening all over the country, Atlanta and et cetera. So, but I just think it's just a great environment for us here uh, in these cities. And certainly I'm more familiar with North Carolina of just living here, but it's pretty, pretty awesome to be on those type of lists. And because you know that we're a lot other lists that we're on that we maybe we're not so proud of in terms of, you know, wealth and generational wealth and, and uh, the creation of, of wealth and, and financial literacy and all that type of thing. But let me let me just pause here too to just tell you guys I was so excited. Uh, last Monday I started a financial literacy masterclass. Talked a little bit about it on the radio, but man, was the turnout awesome! Listen, at that point on Monday evening we had we had roughly a hundred people registered for the class, and uh, you know, and eighty actually showed up. Uh, so we, that was a tremendous turnout. We talked about financial psychology in the third part of the show today on the last part. I'm going to give you some of the highlights of that. I'm going to share those with you. Um, you can always go back in and, you know, pick up the recording or something like that. But I want to just share that with you, some of the highlights. And I'll do that each week and some of the highlights from the previous class. Um, but you do want to re- make sure you tune in. Uh, make sure you register the class. The master class is absolutely free. Uh, you can register at trmcmasterclass.com, trmcmasterclass.com. The class is Monday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern time, absolutely free. Now, today, when I come back from a short break, I have on the line with us today Elton Patterson, right? He is going to be my special guest He's a former NFL player, um, spent like three years in the league, you know, went Cincinnati Bagels, the Vikings, Jaguars. Uh, He was a defensive end, man. So, you know, he's a beast, right? So he's going to be my special guest that I'll have when I come back after this short break. Remember, you're listening to The Real Money Coach Show here on Praise 100.9, Charlotte's Inspiration Station, and everywhere you get your podcast.
family, join author Tony Jackson for the Real Money Coach broadcast each and every Saturday morning from 7.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Praise 100.9. Mr. Jackson enlightens you on the real secrets of money. He'll also help you increase, protect, and dominate your money. You can also catch Tony Jackson's The Real Money Coach every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on Facebook Live and YouTube. Check out The Real Money Coach, Mr. Tony Jackson, every Saturday morning, 7.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Praise 100.9. Hey, Tony Jackson here. You know me as The Real Money Coach. Listen, I want to encourage you to do something. And what I want to encourage you to do is email me your questions, your comments, or even suggestions that of topics that you'd like us to cover on The Real Money Coach Show, you can email it to info at therealmoneycoach.com. Again, that's info at therealmoneycoach.com. Email us your questions, your comments, your suggestions, and we will answer those on air and also on our Facebook Live YouTube show on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you email us so that we can get that information that you want to know in your ears. I am Tony Jackson, The Real Money Coach. And welcome back to The Real Money Coach broadcast with author and host, Tony Jackson. All right. Welcome back to The Real Money Coach show here on Praise 100.9. You are listening to Tony Jackson, and I'm so excited. As I told you in the first part of the show, I have Elton Patterson with us. He is a former NFL player. He was in the league like three years, played with a couple different teams, but he is now NFL player turned NFL agent and an owner of his own business, Franchise Sports Agency. And he is on the line with me right now. Elton, how are you doing? I'm good, my man. Thank you for having me, man. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing well, man. I, I'm really excited to to talk to you because, you know, I, I've, I've known people to go to the league and, uh, you know, and stay a couple years. And sometimes they, they come out with some money. Sometimes, most of the time, they don't, right? So, yeah. You you probably know that better than I do. But before we get into all that, man, could you just tell our listeners this morning, um, you know, a little bit about you, where you grew up and maybe um, where you played college ball? Look, just a little bit about about you. All right. Thank you, man. Like I said, thank you for having me. But um, I'm from Tallahassee, Florida, small town, uh, home of the Rattlers. Right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I um, I grew up in Tallahassee. Then I got a scholarship to play football at University of Central Florida, which is known as UCF now. Small school when I came out, um, had to take my only Division One um, scholarship offer that I had. So I went ahead and took that and made the most out of it and was able to get to the league after I graduated. And got drafted in the seventh round of Cincinnati Bengals. Um, that was a great thing for me. It was a lifelong dream. And I already had my degree, but I always knew I was going to be a business guy at some point. And I know when you go to the league, you kind of know like it doesn't last forever. Everybody's not a Tom Brady, right? right. So I kind of had to have some backbone. And my mom always big, been big on education. So I just made sure I had some stones in my pocket while I enjoyed the league. And as soon as I was done, I took off and came into the aging world. Man, that's awesome. Now, uh, U S F, right? That that's in Orlando. U C L. U S L. If you're not from Florida, they get it confused all the time. U S L. Okay. U S L is in Tampa, Florida. U C L is in Orlando, Florida. I, I'm not gonna fight you. You know, I'm not gonna get on you. But no, it's U C L. U C L. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And and you play what position? I play the defensive line, mainly defensive end when I um 
was at UCF in the college. And when I moved to um to you know, I played with the Jaguars as well. So by the time I got to the NFL, um I started playing D defensive end slash D tackle a little bit, but it was all on the defensive line. Got it, got it. So you we know that you was a beast, man, because you, you can't get to the league playing defensive <laughs> line and not be a beast. And man, so I was, the, I was the real deal out there, the, the sack record leader in college, you know. So I was, uh, I was, that, that's what I'm talking about, man. To get your name <laughs> in the record books, right? So right, right. so man, so tell me what, what was that transition like? Um, you know, you got two transitions, and we're not we're just gonna touch on it a little bit today. We're gonna kind of really um you know, break this down when we get to um, Tuesday on the show live. What what was that transition like from from high school to college and then kind of college to the NFL and then kind of into private business life? Well, high school to college, um, it was a big transition. It was different for me um, because, you know, you're always going to a bigger, bigger town and whatever. But as far as football-wise, honestly, I went to Ricketts High School, um, all-black high school in Tallahassee maybe 21 players on the team, right? And we were dogs. Like, everybody went both ways. So, and the practices were tough. So, that's where I got my foundation from, honestly, on the Coach Bell and Coach Hendricks at Ricketts High School. And my teammates, we all worked hard. So, by the time I got to college, the the practice wasn't that hard to me, honestly. So, I adjusted on the field. The only adjustment I really had to have was, you know, the class, the schedules, having my own free time. But once I got accustomed to that, kind of went through college and now in that NFL. Now, everybody think NFL hard, big guys, fast guys, but most people don't know that the NFL is 90% mental, 10% mm. physical at that point, you know? And at the end of the day, you're thinking like your job on the line. If I miss this play or mess up on a play, I might get shipped home, fired, you know? So now it's a mental game more than it's physical. And you got to have physical attributes, no doubt about it, but you got to be able to put both of them together. So um, I took all of those attributes from high school to college football, now in the NFL, and now coming to the business world, and I use that same mindset. You know, we got to go. We got to work hard. Let's wake up. Early early bird gets to learn. Don't stop. Be relentless. Be on time. And I use all that stuff in my same daily practice as a businessman now. Man, I, I love that. And, and to bring that aspect out, because like you said, you know, most of us, you know, armchair uh, quarterbacks, right? You know, Monday morning quarterbacks and, you know, may play some high school ball like me and that type of thing. You always think about, you know, the physical aspects of it. But you, you brought out something. It's just like, you, I mean, and people get traded, they get let go, sent home all the time. And then you're on the field. I imagine that that does go through your mind. And so probably probably good preparation, like you said, for now being in the business world. So tell us real quick, man, in, in the next um, minute or so that we have left this morning. Um, what tell us a little bit about about your agency? All right. It's called Franchise Sports Agency. I created this agency um, once I retired. I got my agent license. And my goal, honestly, when I, I came out to be an agent, it was like, um, not a lot of guys go back and become agents that played the game. So I felt like I was going to be one of the only few black agents that actually played the game because mm -hmm. um, there's just not a lot of us that go back into it. And I said, my mindset is not to become this big superhero agent, but it's more so to help our young athletes, black athletes come out and manage their life, manage the fun. It's a lot of this stuff that guys just not going to know that they have going on going into the NFL with millions of dollars in their pocket and not knowing how to write a checkbook or not knowing how to deal with the pressures of life or not knowing, or just keeping guys 
close to him. And Salem, it's okay to be God-like, and it's okay to love God, and it's okay to be successful in life, and it's okay to be a good father, you know, a good husband. So that's the kind of things that I wanted to input into this agent world because the typical thing, you know, like that show on um, Ballers, right? <laughs> Everybody think it's all NFL, party, club, hanging out, girls. And it's a different aspect to it. And, and I'm, I'm able to, my goal was to bring that different aspect of education, life after football, saving your money. That's what that's what I provide for my clients. And that, that was my goal when I became an agent. Well, listen, man, I, I'm really happy you were able to join us for a few minutes this morning. I can't wait to unpack more about that. Some of the, the lessons that you learned, habits that you formed, how, you know, in terms of even, you know, how to deal with the financial aspects of it. Um, because, you know, obviously, you know, there's a lot of guys that, that wouldn't make a whole lot of money and then boom, all of a sudden you, you got an NFL contract. And I, I know that, that, you know, uh, NILs and all that kind of stuff has kind of changed that a little bit today, but man, I can't wait for, for Tuesday at 8 PM Eastern. Um, man, again, thank you for coming by, sharing some time with us this morning. And we're going to unpack all of this come Tuesday at 8 PM. Man, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. All right. You're listening to The Real Money Coach Show on Praise 100.9 Charlotte's Inspiration Station in every place you get your podcast. Join author Tony Jackson for the Real Money Coach broadcast each and every Saturday morning from 7.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Praise 100.9. Mr. Jackson enlightens you on the real secrets of money. He'll also help you increase, protect, and dominate your money. You can also catch Tony Jackson's The Real Money Coach every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on Facebook Live and YouTube. Check out The Real Money Coach, Mr. Tony Jackson, every Saturday morning, 7.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Praise 100.9. Hey, Tony Jackson here. You know me as The Real Money Coach. Listen, I want to encourage you to do something. And what I want to encourage you to do is email me your questions, your comments, or even suggestions that of topics that you'd like us to cover on The Real Money Coach Show, you can email it to info at therealmoneycoach.com. Again, that's info at therealmoneycoach.com. Email us your questions, your comments, your suggestions, and we will answer those on air and also on our Facebook Live YouTube show on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you email us so that we can get that information that you want to know 
in your ears. I am Tony Jackson, the Real Money Coach. And welcome back to the Real Money Coach broadcast with author and host Tony Jackson. Welcome back to the Real Money Coach show here on Praise 100.9. I hope that you uh, enjoyed that interview with Elton um, Patterson. Again, he's going to be the guest on the show, uh, on my live show on, on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and we are going to have a great conversation as we finish what we started this morning. Now, as I mentioned to you in the first segment of the show, I am uh, doing this master class and I'm so very, very happy and and just proud of the number of people who are registered. Um, I'm really humbled, right? I'm really humbled that um, that we could put out some content that we would have so many people register for and actually come. And so the first week last last Monday. Um, we talked about financial psychology. And the main part of the financial psychology um, portion that we talked about is needs, emotions, and money, and really the connection of our needs, emotions, and money. And the main thing that we talked about there is that it's more than just money affects more than just our bank accounts, right? Money affects our emotions, you know, uh, when we have money, we're in a better mood. Sometimes when we don't have money, we can be in a, in a, in, you know, not the best mood. And even we know statistics show that when people are going through hard, uh, economic times that even, you know, things like the rate of domestic violence increases and those type of things. So money affects our emotions. Uh, it also in that light also affects our sense of well-being. I mean, even as a child or even as an adult, for that matter, when you know that you go home and you got food, you know that you're not in danger of being evicted, you know that the lights aren't going to be cut off, uh, it, it just does something for your confidence and your well-being. Uh, and then, obviously, your overall mood is much different when your finances are flowing. And that's why it's so important that we get involved in financial literacy, financial education, financial intelligence, so that we can put ourselves in a better position so that our emotions are better, our sense of well-being is better, our overall mood is better, and then obviously our health. We know that there's so many heart attacks that happen on Sunday evening, Monday morning, because people are dreading going to work because they don't like their job or what have you. Or if you're stressing about money, it can have a tremendous impact on your health. And so those are, you know, some of the the things that we talked about in terms of also when you think about, you know, pain versus pleasure. How, How does our personal finances play into that? You know, because we're conditioned as humans to move away from pain towards pleasure, right? And because of that human condition that exists in us, oftentimes we do things like what I call retail therapy, uh, where we we want to move towards pleasure, so we go out and spend money on things that we enjoy. Now, oftentimes the problem is if we haven't budget for those things, if we haven't set the money aside for those things, the, the, the short-term pleasure turns into long-term pain, right? But, you know, you, you're talking about pain versus pleasure. You know, that's why we have insurance, right? So if I pay my premiums, if my car gets crashed, I don't have to pay for the whole thing to get fixed, but I just have my deductible. And 
you know, and we have to really kind of think about this thing called delayed gratification. And so often that's one of the things that we have to really kind of deal with is, you know, our addiction to immediate gratification. And so we want to move away from those type of things and just really think about it in terms of our money mindset and our psychology as we approach money. Here's the thing that I love to say is this is like, you know, rich people stay rich by acting poor. Poor people stay poor by acting rich, you know, and we want to change that narrative. Right. We want to change that narrative completely. And then, you know, on the uh, on the second half of the class on financial psychology, we start to deal with things like where did you learn about money? You know, who taught you about money? We have this concept that we call more knowledgeable others. Right. MKO. Right. More knowledgeable others. And so who are the more knowledgeable others in your life? Is this your parents? Is it peers? Um, You know, close associates, other professionals, uh, friends, teachers. Who are those more knowledgeable others? Do you go to to get advice? And so we unpack that uh, quite a bit. And then we also talked about, you know, what you should be looking for in terms of a money mentor. You know, we all need mentors. Um, and so if you're looking for a personal financial mentor, you got to ask the question, are they living the lifestyle that you desire? You know, number number two, are, um, can you relate to the information they share? Is, is it relatable for you? Number three, do they motivate you towards positive decisions? Do you share the same values and beliefs? Are they easily accessible? And, you know, it's so important. I was attending an event here called um, Breakfast Conversations last week, and the uh, guest speaker there was Jeff Hoffman, the creator of Priceline and also um, Booking.com. And he talked about so often our mentors are people who are in proximity, right? They're, they're close to us. The reason why we go to them is because they're easily accessible. They may not necessarily be the best mentor for us, but they're just easily accessible. So make sure that when you're thinking about your money mentors, that not only do they have the things that I talked about, but you also want to make sure that they're accessible to you. And so that's kind of what we shared in the in the uh, in the class the first week. Uh, that's a quick rundown of it. Make sure you register for the class. It will be Monday, 8 p.m. It's seven weeks, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Go to trmcmasterclass.com. Register. It's absolutely free. You have been listening to The Real Money Coach Show here on Praise 100 and everywhere you get your podcasts. Y'all have a good week, and I'll see you on Tuesday, 8 p.m., live on Facebook and YouTube. We hope you've enjoyed The Real Money Coach broadcast with author and host Tony Jackson. We encourage you to utilize today's strategies and principles to manage your money in the most effective and winning way. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to send us an email, TonyJacksonAgency at gmail.com, or you can reach us on all social media platforms. And if you would like a copy of Tony Jackson's book, Increase, Protect, and Dominate Your Money, log on to www. TheRealMoneyCoach.com Until next week's empowering broadcast God bless